The Natural Hat Trick with Luke Lipinski, Craig Morgan, and Jamie Eisner. Welcome to episode 205 of the Natural Hat Trick podcast, The Natural Hat Trick After Dark. Yes. Alongside Pat 12, Craig Morgan. Yes. No, this is better. How are you doing? I, I would be the Pac-12 official. You guys like my show. Joe Madden beard? That's solid. Mm. Are you growing this out till the Cubs win another World Series? <sighs> wow! It'll look it'll look nice in your grave. That's wow. <laughs> that's how we're starting. <laughs> that's that's pretty hurtful. That's how we're starting the show. <laughs> and Jamie Eisner. Really don't know what to do. I can't ring a cowbell for that. I don't even see my cowbell. Oh, cowbell's, cowbell's, cowbell's right, right here. Stole my cowbell right there. I have the cowbell. Hand me my cowbell. It is. You're going to need that cowbell later on in the show, friend. My swing line. <laughs> uh, I'm Luke Lipinski. I think I've introduced everybody. Probably this, this show is going to be a disaster, it's... and in a good way. Or, well, see, that's what I was going to say. We don't. I don't think we've ever done a show at night, have we? No. And the lighting in here. I don't think we've done a show past like three in the afternoon. Is oddly romantic. There's only like three lights shining don't down. Use that word. Okay. Well, you dress. You have the black dress shirt on. So what time you, did we do I'll our show waiter. in Vegas? It felt like that was a little later. That's true. And that we was next to that. The, uh, yeah, but I wasn't there. Doesn't the rock count. lot. Yeah. Was that when, or was that the time you had your ID or didn't have your ID? Get that important. mixed up. The important thing is I remember my ID tomorrow. So what? Are, what is your ailment? Because you either had like you lost your up, ID, Jamie. My ailment is you right broken, now. <laughs> broken your ribs. Why would you I just do need this? to know what's going to happen between now and when we leave tomorrow? The last two trips happen. to Vegas, yeah. I broke ribs and left my ID. Have you requested the same room? No. No. Okay. The rock I, view. I, no, that no, room. I like that room. That room was sacred. No, uh, this room overlooked a lot where they dumped all the rocks they removed from the graves when they buried people in the desert. <laughs> it was it was a shady it was lot. Scenic. It was unlit in the middle of like the strip. That was the trip that uh, the Coyotes signed Alex Goligoski on that trip. Mm. I remember calling into the conference call from that room. Now we begin. I don't know what the first two minutes and three seconds were. That's called a preamble. Sure. Yeah? We get the people. Let's... Start. Of the Natty Hattie podcast. It sounds like a filibuster, actually. Let's uh, let's start with the Stanley Cup celebration. And well, filibuster is what Jamie does every show. <laughs> for the same. Yeah, I know. Um, Brett Hall or Alex Ovechkin? Which one was more drunk at their Stanley Cup celebration? It's t- like, I think Ovechkin it's drank a tough more, question, but can because handle. I think yeah, Ovechkin's tolerance level is yeah. higher. Yeah. So I guess I should ask the question of who drank more. Oh, Ovechkin drank Ovechkin. more. Paul was was more out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I would I would try to repeat what he said. I Brett Hall. Yeah. I don't know what he said. Something about instead of let's go blues, we went blues, and then tried to get a we went blues chant going, and everybody looked confused because uh, it's not grammatically correct. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. It kind of made me just for a second happy that St. Louis won the cup. That's one of the ones you wish happened like after the conference finals, just so you can make fun of them when that team then loses. In the finals? Yeah. They go, well, we went blues. <laughs> well, next year, if people remember, when they uh, bow out in the second round. What do we think St. Louis is going to do next year? I know that none of the players have switched teams. And it's impossible to come up with a prediction like this, but let's do it anyway. I, I would say I think they could be the number two team in the Central next year. I think they probably can win Behind the, the Blackhawks, of course, who just added Alimata. Oh, yeah, they did. We'll get to that. Uh, mm-hmm. Not behind the Blackhawks. Uh, I can't figure out who's going to... Again, I, I'm not high in the Central next year. Well, I, It's just... We saw a little bit. One of the teams got considerably worse today, which yes. we'll talk about a little bit later. But they got a first-round pick. Their own pick they got back for two months of Kevin Hayes. Uh. They traded 
Jacob Truba for two months of Kevin Hayes and a sixth defenseman. Other than that, lovely trade for Kevin Shoveldayoff. Well, you knew something was going to happen to Winnipeg. Uh, we're just going to keep like foreshadowing this. Yes, being the whole secretive. show is foreshadowing. <laughs> we're never going to actually address the no. trade that happens a couple. Of, this is why we did the show at night because we knew the Jets were going to trade Jacob Truba. That's not right. We did this. We did no. this to a piece, Craig. Yeah, Craig, how's your AC? It's still working. Oh, good. And I plan to stick with it as long as it does just that. I would too. getting an estimate today. That estimate was higher or lower than Eric Carlson's uh, average Slightly annual below. value. Okay. Slightly below. Eric More Carlson's foreshadowing. Are, yeah. What? But so much foreshadowing. But not that far below, right? It sounded like it was pretty pretty costly. It was painful. Do you need to <laughs> vent at all about your experience? Uh, well, you know, it's funny. You guys have experienced this before, I'm sure, with servicemen or women. When they give you a, a window of time to show up mm-hmm. and you know generally it's morning or afternoon literally yeah. eating up all the hours of the morning or all the hours of the afternoon so we got a uh, eight to noon estimate originally and then the company was kind enough to text us first thing this morning and say the servicemen will be there between eight and ten. Oh, I so didn't we got know a two-hour window. That's cool. That's nice. And then know. it was eleven o'clock, and well, he was, still wasn't there. So we called. We called them. Of course, they didn't call us no, to no, explain no. what was going on. Oh, he's in Sun City West. That's he's close. finishing up a job, and then he'll be there. He arrived at twelve forty-five, which mo- missed both the first and second window. And then he gave us a nineteen thousand dollars estimate <laughs> on our two AC <laughs> units, and I was so happy to see him. I'm so happy that I wasted my entire day. We could have done the Natty Hattie podcast this morning. That is the why reason didn't. I didn't do the Natty Hattie podcast was because a serviceman was going to be there between eight and twelve, and then eight and ten. But the silver lining to Craig's plight is that this is going to be a much better show now. Oh yeah, there's so much yeah. more content. Yes, and it's also at night. We're all loopy, and Craig's angry. It's like the SpongeBob episode where everything was better, and just add the words at night to it. <laughs> That's what this is. That's that's this. That's gonna be the name of this podcast at night. at night. I'm gonna write it down. Natty Hattie. Right now. At night. Um, oh, don't don't say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Craig will reach over and turn your microphone off and rip it out of the stand. That's usually your gimmick. Yeah, but I'm 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 passive night at, moves. at this time. Night moves. Are you gonna quote Bob Seger? Is that Bob Seger? I actually at least knew who it was. Hey, I know my music. I mean, you've probably been around Dave Vest long enough. It's that's probably where Seger. it came from. Yeah, uh, Bob Seger was oddly referenced a lot in some. New movie I just watched. So maybe that's why. Good talk. None of this is important. No. <laughs> or is it the most important? <laughs> that should be the name of this episode. None of this is important. That's implied. That's yeah. implied in the, the title Natty of Natty the Natty natural hatchet. Subtitle, none of this is important. Why don't we try talking about Eric Carlson and the fact that the San Jose Sharks are going to be broke for a long time? Though? Yeah. Eight by 11? Is that Eight what it was? by 11 and a half, I believe. 11 you, and a half. Just so you get a little bit more than Drew Doughty's deal. Um, I mean, you're in a tough mm-hmm. spot. If you're the Sharks, because, well, now you're in a really tough spot because you're paying a bunch of money. What I can best guess is what they're trying to do is kind of follow this like U-shaped pattern. They know their window is still open in the very, very short term. Yes. Then they're going to have a couple, probably lean years, where they're going to have to figure out what they're going to do with, well, they have to figure out what they're going to do with Pavelski. But assuming they sign Pavelski now, yes, yes, Craig. I did, oh, I thought you, you could have finished what you said first. Oh, I was just I was like, raising my hand. Was you were like, but was frantically, like in class. Quietly. I thought you were waving at somebody outside the window. Is Joe Pavelski still going to be a shark now? I think so. Okay, then how do they? I think sign everybody else is going. <laughs> Timo Meyer and I think Pavelski and Kevin Meyer. LeBanc. I think Pavelski and LeBanc, Meyer probably LeBanc. there. LeBlanc. LeBlanc's going to be tough. LeBlanc. LeBlanc. Everybody else is gone. No, I don't. I think. Timo Meyer is still part of their plans, isn't No, it? no, no. I'm saying, including him, Meyer and Pavelski, I don't know if anybody else if is If they let Timo right. Meyer I think Nyquist go. is gone. And Donskoy? Donskoy. I think Thornton's gone, too, unless he wants to sign just a 
a one year like a dollar yeah, contract. Like yeah. I'm just like Here's screw it, we'll see what happens. The usual. But I think they're trying to fu- they're they're trying to get this like U shaped pattern where they're going to have a couple lean years here where they have literally nobody under contract but three defensemen and Evander Kane. <laughs> And then they're going to try to see if they can push back up on the other side with at least some flexibility. The problem is going to be they're like three or four years away from having what's like $24 million locked up in three defensemen that are like 35 plus, including a 40 year old Brent Burns. Hoo-wee. That one's going to, the Brent Burns one's going to hurt them more yeah. than the Arrow Carlson. This whole thing's gonna not going to age them. well. No, but you know what? Doug Wilson won't be the GM by the time that matters. That's true. He probably so knows it's, that. Too. It's somebody else's problem. Let's take one more crack. Maybe I can win yeah. the cup. They, they might feel that. A healthy Eric Carlson was the only thing between them and a, a trip to the Cup final. That's of course there I, were those maybe there favorable were, calls as well, but you well, know. yeah. But, but if you bring that up to Sharks fans, they will not admit that that happened, or they will tell you that it happened so many times against them in the last yeah, ten yeah. years. Yeah, they, yeah, they've they've been. Wah. And again, it helps their team in <laughs> the short term. Like they block Vegas, which is one of their biggest blocks to getting to the Cup final. But. After next year, this is going to look really, really tough for them. Okay, but I mean, San Jose right now, going into next season, is a legitimate cup contender. They absolutely assuming are. Assuming sure. that they don't let the whole rest of the roster well, go. Well, yeah, assuming that they bring... Okay, assuming they bring Pavelski and Meyer, Meyer back. They yes. have to at least pay Losing yes. Donskoy and Gus Nyquist? I, Gus, well, Nyquist, yes. Yeah. yes I'm, yeah. I'm fine losing Gus Nyquist. Um, Nyquist basically pushed Donskoy out of the lineup in the playoffs. Yeah. And both of them off the team. Yeah, I just, I just don't, I don't trust Nyquist long term. But he does this. He has these stretches, and then he disappears for. Glad you brought that up because Coyotes fans are immediately thinking, "Wait, will either of those players become a Coyote?" I doubt it. I don't think they're Mm -hmm. high on either one of those players. No. Yeah, I don't know what to make of Don Scoy. I mean, he was really good as a as a rookie. I wonder if maybe he benefited from the team he was on, and not to take away from everything that he did, but I just wonder if maybe. He was in a really good situation with San Jose. I mean, there's been a lot of offensive talent on that team for a while. I just don't think they're going to get him at a discount. And I think if you're, if you're the Coyotes, you're, you're another mid to lower tier team in terms of spending. I just don't think those guys are going to go below market value. I think somebody's going to pay them too much. Too much. Yeah, He's not too, worth too it. much. And to me, what just does he do what does he solve really? Nothing. Yeah. Again, if. He's still sitting there on July 31st and is willing to take a cheaper deal. Then sure. Then there's then all players in that case are are options. But I think someone's going to just be enamored with one of those two players. I want to remind you to rate and review the show at this most inopportune and awkward time, right in the middle of our conversation. But uh, you should do that anyway. The defense for the Sharks, to Jamie's point, Eric Carlson, Brent Burns, and Mark Edward Vlasic will all be signed till the end times. In- yeah. 2025. Yeah, 40-year-old Brent Burns. And then Burns goes Burns 40. to the UFA at that point, but Carlson and Vlasic are signed beyond 2025. It's, but those three are signed in tw- 2025. I can tell you that Evander Kane, Logan Couture, Eric Carlson, Brent Burns, and Mark Edward Vlasic will be on the Sharks. In well, theory. Well, they might exist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In theory. Uh, I, I, again, to me, this looks like we know we have a window to win right now. We might be able to get a window in three or four years, and everything in the middle is just going to be a tire fire. We're it probably be a GM change, and it will be somebody else's headache to deal with down the road. I don't hate that mentality, though. I mean, I would rather be a contender, relative contender year after year, and never be terrible. But given the spot the Sharks were in, it was either kind of drop off a cliff, like a smaller cliff right now, yeah. or drop I, off a big cliff I, in two I also years. want to make the point, is, and I still believe this, that you don't get in trouble by signing stars. You get in trouble by overpaying mid-level players. So I don't think the Eric Carlson deal in a vacuum is bad. That's what he's going to get on the open market. I'm uncomfortable with locking up that much of the cap in any one player, especially not one of the three or four best players in the league. But that's what you're going to have to pay to get Eric Carlson on your team. And he is an elite player at his position. I wanted to see him play in Vegas. 
So did I. Ve- yeah. Vegas is going to have to address their blue line. We keep thinking Vegas because is going to get gone. Carlson. Tavares. Carlson's gone. They haven't gotten any of them yet. No, no. they've only been in the league for a year and a half. I know. It's, I don't know what they're waiting for. We'll, we'll ask some questions. Mm-hmm. Couple windows open yeah. right now. Should we'll, we tell everybody what we're doing this week? Okay, you can. All right, right now. Sure, <laughs> sure. Jamie and I will be carpooling up to Vegas with? for the NHL awards. Are you going with Seb or meeting Seb? Well, Seb's, meeting. Already, Seb's there. already there. Seb's already there. He's, He's already doing a Swedish Swedish party Luxor. on the Strip right now. Okay. If we had him call in right now with Swedish things, we'd probably get taken off the air. And then Craig Morgan is going to a draft. Vancouver. Yes. Leave Wednesday for Athletic Palooza. Is that what you guys are calling <laughs> it? Athletic Palooza. That's what I'm calling it. Not Athletic Coachella? Like all-day athletic event. Wow. On Thursday. This is bound to News happen breaks. at some point. We don't care. <laughs> We're partying. There's not like a Board of Governors meeting or anything, is there? No, there's nothing happening. Okay, good. Not voting on anything no. on it. Nah. That's okay. Me and Jamie will cover that for you. Don't yeah, that's you a know. rubber stamp anyway. That's no big deal. Board of Governors vote. Please. That's just an excuse to get together and make major decisions about the future of the league. That's all that is. <laughs> Dallas Eakins. Is, worst, uh, worst kept secret of all time. Yes. Well, but then it, they, when it took them nine months to decide who they were going to hire, it started to become like, at least in my mind, I thought maybe Dallas Eakins had, had said the wrong thing to the wrong person yeah. or something. Uh, He's the coach, Anna. Whatever. Does Al- Dallas Eakins have the best hair of any NHL coach? <sighs> Depends on your style, of course. But uh, it's a great up there. question. It's I'm up glad there. you asked it. I, I, I'd rank it pretty high. Um, it's, a first, it's first line. Um, the Rangers. The Rangers coach. Oh. Um, whose name is now yeah, slipping my I, head. Yeah. I'm just picturing his hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's, it's one of those two. Of now. Yeah, yeah. Not Barry Trotz. <laughs> I know, it's David Quinn, but like. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Rangers coach. <laughs> It's that, been a that long guy. time. I would put that guy. I almost called him Dan put, Quinn. He's not I Dan Quinn. I put Dallas Aikens above David Quinn. I would. Okay. These are the hard hitting. I, I need like there to be questions. all the headshots of all the head coaches in the NHL in one spot. It's too, me, is that too much to ask? Let me go back and let's let's go through them. Rick Rick Tockett does not have hair. Sorry, Rick. But I hope he he's listening. Joke right about now. that. He did joke about that himself recently. Yeah, so. Okay. Bruce Cassidy. Wait, you're really going through all of them? We should. I should. We should not. Oh, we well. could just have this have it be this week's poll question. Who has the best, has the hair, best hair among the NHL, th- among NHL coaches. coaches? I think that should be our poll question. We need somebody to just go full old school mullet. I mean, Tortorella's isn't bad. No? Tortorella's is a good choice. He's got a full head Can of hair. Can we take tippets from his playing days? No, he can't be cheating. No, it's cheating? Okay. I mean, I, I want Yarmir Yager to be a coach now just for the sake of this award. Mm, let's see. These are the sort of questions we should be asking at the awards show. Bruce Boudreau and Claude Julien are not on the list. No. Uh, it's a lot of similar hairstyles too, as yep. you notice. Mike he, Sullivan, he, eh. no, Sully's solid. He looks like he's solid uh, dude. He looks like he should be in the town, which I just watched uh, yesterday, so it's fresh in my mind. We can agree it's Brian Burke still wins the best hair in the NHL, right? Yeah, of the, of the non-players, but he's just kind of. I, I know he's not a coach, he? but his, he's gotten his hair now to look like the uh, the bad guy from Santa Claus Three. I can, Mr. Frost I, or Mr. Uh, I, you think I went to see Santa Claus three? No, but I just uh, <laughs> or one or two. All kinds of wrong already. <laughs> Maybe it's not Santa Claus three, but it's not the first one because I've only Claus seen the first three. One. Is this Tim Allen? The Tim Allen? Series? I've seen the first okay. one. It's not that one. It's whatever one. The guy is like evil Mr. Winter with his hair slicked back. Sure, he wears. His I'll take your word for better. it. Hey, you know what? You're the one that started this, not you. No, I, I, I did not actually. <laughs> you doing watching these movies? That movie's like twenty years old. All right. Jordan Eberle. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was actually a surprisingly reasonable deal. It was. Was, yeah, it, was. it five and a half per? Yeah, I, yeah. I love that. That's I, a great deal. I would deal love to have Jordan Eberle for five and a half million dollars on my team. I, I got Brock Nelson back, too. So it's yeah. just Andrews Lee. 
Hondersley at this point. I don't know. Well, what and Robin Lehner, right? Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, we but can, they have Thomas Kreis. We can certainly go through <laughs> a list of players that are making. <laughs> <I> could start. <laughs> Hello. A uh, list of players that are making more than Jordan Everly that That's I would lot. rather have Jordan Everly over. Milan Lucic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't give things away. Um, <laughs> I don't even. I, I saw some quote earlier this week, and it was from a legitimate, I thought, writer. Saying that he thought it would be fairly easy for the Oilers to move Lucic in the deal because he brings <laughs> toughness. And was I, it Brett Hall? <laughs> no, Brett Hall. What he was saying made more sense. I'm doing the actually. blinky guy gif right now. Then the, you can't move Lucic. Nope. That's Jamie the most unmovable deal in the league right is now. Is attempting to communicate in gif form on a podcast. That's the way to get rid of him. Just whack him. You, you want to whack, whack Milan Lucic? That guy. Uh, he's the one distance. that does the whacking. Yeah. yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Lucic is a a monster. Um, but how do we feel about Everly? How do we get on Lucic? Uh, no, I, I, I love the deal. Love the deal. Um, I, I He obviously had a poor regular season relative to his standards. That's what depressed his value a bit. But then I, knocked I, the Penguins out. And I, I still believe in the talent. I still believe he can. he's a 30-plus goal scorer. And to get that at a $5.5 million is but Do we still deal. think no matter what the Islanders do, they're taking a step back next season? Yes, because I, I don't. Like they that. can't possibly get the same goaltending. They just, I just, they can't. And eh, that goes for other teams too. Eh, you know, that goes for like Dallas of the world. I just, I don't think that the goaltending will stay at that. Dallas level. Eakins. Well, I, no. no. Oh, yeah. Is there name me a more irrelevant team next help year? Us. Than the Anaheim listeners Bronx. help us. Minnesota. No, 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 because they'll be good here. enough just to be annoying, like they usually are. You know who is who is remarkably irrelevant this year, and I only thought of it because Dion Phaneuf was recently in the news. I almost forgot the Kings were in the NHL this past well, year. Because they stopped playing in October. It's like they were tanking for Zion Williamson. That's mm-hmm. what it felt like. But instead, they made sure they signed Ilya Kovalchuk. Ooh, fancy. By the way, one team that was completely irrelevant last year that's going to be way more relevant next year. Yeah. The Rangers. Yeah, yeah. yeah I guess <laughs> let's talk about this. Since it's not in the notes for some reason. Who put these together? This happened after the notes. This it did happen after the notes. an angry you know, loser. What, what can happen also with the notes is that people can add to them. Oh, okay. How lo- it's an option. That's it's on the table. Be honest with me. How long did I leave you guys downstairs? Was It, it was only four minutes, correct? I don't know. How long were you out there, Craig? Hours. I, I was, tec- I was hours texting my, my building contacts. Mm-hmm. Dehydrated. Did any of them help you? Yes, they did, actually. They gave, me, uh, they gave me your location. Oh, okay, good. Where's the half of Eisen, by the way? It's in my fridge. It's gone. It's not in the States. I, I, that is the actual one, too. So you can, you can't you get have them. it in your refrigerator. Did you, you even like it? it for me. I, didn't, I didn't open you didn't it. You smuggle no. it into the studio here. I, I would. No, oh, I absolutely would have done it, but I'm afraid Luke would get fired. And I, yeah. I don't want that on my conscience, because then he'll show up at my door and like... Huh. It surprises me that he has uh, that much yeah, would you concern for you. Have answered if I showed up at your door? Eh. Only tomorrow because I'm picking you up. Yeah, I kind of have to tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, my life's in your hands on the way up now. Like uh, you can just like steer off the road or something. I'll just push you out the door. Chicago makes a trade. Wait, you just I thought we were talking about the Rangers. I want to talk about the Blackhawks. No, trade. Rangers, right. Rangers, Jacob Rangers, Truba. Truba. Uh, the Rangers are going to get. They're going to add Jacob Truba and Capo Caco in the span of four yes, days. Presumably, although it would be hilarious if they can't come to an extension with Truba. That would be the, the best story of the offseason. Well, I thought you were going to say if uh, New Jersey <laughs> took Caco with the first pick, and I was going to escort you out of here. So the Rangers are going to get Kako and Jacob Drupa. <laughs> yes. um, Not bad. That's a pretty savvy move pieces. by New York. It really is. And and for Winnipeg, we knew they were going to lose one of their star players. It seemed that Jacob Truba was not all that content about staying in Winnipeg. But this deal really kind of sucks. You know who could have used Jacob Truba? Everybody. Oh. 
Okay, so that is the point. Before we before we analyze this deal that, that I want to talk about, because if that's all it took... He's pointing at me aggressively. <laughs> yeah, he is. You tell him to stop it. If no, that's I, I kind of like it. I want to see where it now, goes. If that's all it took to get Jacob Truba, normally I would say, why aren't more teams interested? Okay. There was a report out about an hour ago that says that there were several more teams interested, and of course, again, consider the source here, but all these teams said they offered a better package to Winnipeg than what they got from the Rangers. So it doesn't seem that inconceivable, does it? It doesn't. Twentieth overall pick, yeah, and, and a sixth uh, defenseman. They got Pionk. They got Pionk too. In yeah, Pionk. Pick. It was a bottom pair defenseman at best. I saw and it, a pick they got back from Kevin Hayes trade. Yes, like their own pick back. Yeah, like not even a That's top ten an exciting pick back. trade. <laughs> I mean, hey, yes, that pick we gave you for a rental, give it back, and we'll give you one of the better defensemen in the NHL. Right-handed. I, I'm just surprised that that's all it took to get Jacob Truba. Blackhawks didn't need him because they got Olimata. Mm-hmm. Wait, so, okay. Cowbell in hand. Why wouldn't Chicago... I guess maybe Winnipeg wouldn't have traded within the division? Possibly. Um, Possibly. Well, I don't know. I, I, it didn't seem like they had, had many standards for making that trade. Really and also, I, I do think you do have to consider the cap a little bit because I don't think Jacob Truba is going to be all that cheap. When you signed him to that deal, and Stan Bowman doesn't care about the room. cap. You know, how much room, room after that? Because it's four million they added with Mata. That's the problem. Why did they add Mata? By the way, that was the be- that's the the thing the best thing Rutherford's done in the last year and a half. It's the second, and it's best. a slight tr- it's a slight win. But that's the best thing he's done in the year. The, and a half. the best move he's made as Penguins GM was getting Phil Castle when he first got in. This is the second best move, I would say. Yeah, and it's only a slight victory, I think. They they won those cups because of Ray Shiro. Sure. And the players. And and Rutherford's ability to come in and get the Kessel deal done. I mean, that's... R- Rutherford has this weird thing where, like, the first six months as a GM, it's awesome. Yeah. And then you know it's just going to be a complete disaster in the end. He's like the guy that buys a new house and, like, builds it up and then spray paints all yeah. the walls and then goes outside and I don't know what he does to it. Like doesn't mow the lawn and just lets it that deteriorate. It, did, it didn't at all, but it was okay. It didn't really sell it. Stan Bowman is the guy that builds a nice house and then just lights it on fire. <laughs> no, Stan Bowman builds, no, in, a, no, builds no, a nice house. Stan and then, Bowman inherits a nice house. <laughs> no, inherits a nice house and then invests all of his money into the fourth bedroom. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> See, we're building these analogies you had together here, guys. There. There's a two-month period where that was the favorite bedroom. <laughs> So that bedroom got all the money. It's like gold-plated, marble. And the rest of the house is like deteriorating. Yeah, so the rest of the house is falling apart. They have to sell the garage just to afford the payments on the fourth bedroom. And the roof. Yeah. The roof's gone, too. Uh, what so can you tell me Panera. about Cahoon? Because the Penguins need speed and goal scoring. Can he do uh, any of those I things? I he's going to be a, a big-time point producer. Can I get like 20 goals out of him? He was in a good him? spot playing where he was playing, but... Well, he should be playing with Malkin, perhaps. Well, that, that could help him, yeah. yeah. He's a decent player, cheap. He's a decent player, yes. Decent yes. and cheap, which yep. I think that, again, yep. which I think was a win. All the Penguins best year was cheap. his rookie year. Yeah. I, I don't know what his ceiling is. I was he, uh, he got hurt, disappointed. And after he got hurt, he had a couple bad injuries, and, and he just hasn't been the same. His, his rookie year, he was... Pittsburgh doesn't have defensemen, so... No, they don't. Blackhawks had a higher first-round draft pick, by the way, that they could have traded. Just saying. For Truba? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. So did Arizona. He might have helped. Yeah. Well, they... That's a team that doesn't need help on that. For Jacob Chuba, you find a way. I don't know. I don't think he invests that much money in your defense. but They didn't need him as badly as Chicago. No, Chicago definitely needed him. Chicago's need him desperately. Maybe Chicago can go make the Rangers an offer right now. Probably not. They're probably celebrating in the streets of New York because it was a pretty good deal. Uh, How do you feel about Mata? What is it, Mata? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, wow, here we go. Uh, Washington. 
re-signing Carl Hagelin for four oh, more way, years. Before, before four we do years. that, before we do that, I, I just want I just want to mention one more thing on on the Rangers part. So this is what so Jeff Gordon turned Derek Broussard, two months of Kevin Hayes, uh, Pioink for Zabinijad, Truba, Brendan Lemieux, and a second round pick. That's wow, a, that's a pretty good little run there. That makes David Quinn's hair happy. It's a pretty good run. That's there. a really that's ridiculous. Yes, that is absolutely ridiculous. Because Zabinijad has turned into a star. Jacob Trubas is a star. The Rangers might not be bad next year. Their their rebuild is going to be very interesting to see because that was a team that had every sign of bottoming out because they didn't pick in the first round for what seemed like fifteen years. Yeah, because they traded every first round pick they got. Now they benefit from getting the second pick in a two person draft. They absolutely do. But these other but getting Mika Sabanajad and Jacob Truba, you're talking about two stalwarts at very key positions for you and getting that high draft pick in. That's pro- that probably is going to play right away. Could they get back in the playoffs while Lundqvist is still their goalie? Yes. I mean, that seems pretty I would, possible. I think they're going to be in contention next year for a wild card spot. And didn't I, don't, I don't know if I'm going to pick them to be, but I think they're going to be at least in the conversation. It seemed like Lundqvist's career was kind of done in terms of making the playoffs, regardless of what he was doing. Like I remember the last year Pittsburgh took them out of the playoffs, and it felt like the Rangers just quit and let the Penguins just shoot on Lundqvist yeah. in, in the elimination it game. It was great. I don't know. I mean, bad, that's your perspective. But from my perspective, it was great because it was just the Penguins teeing off. And Carl Hagelin was on that team, and he just re-signed with the Capitals for four years. Yeah. There he is. Still one of the fastest players I've ever seen. Not a whole lot else, mm. but yeah. mm-hmm. there was a stretch where he was on the ice for the Penguins' last game of the season, I believe, four straight years, because twice with the Rangers oh, and they right. eliminated yeah, the Penguins, and then the twice with the Penguins and they won the look, Cup. Look, uh, he can be a useful player. Um, hopefully this is the only four more years we hear coming out of Washington. Uh, and uh, wow. that's all I have to say about that. Yes. Mm. Look at that. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I was wondering why Greg had this frown <laughs> on his face. I approve of that. It's like, when, when is this going to land? I approve of this Greg. message. The idea of Carl Hagelin is better than the player of Carl, Carl Hagelin, but he can have stretches that he can take games over. And if it happens to be late in the season or the postseason, it can be very beneficial. Do you remember when you and I were in Vegas last time for the award show slash expansion draft? Yes. And... Uh, Everybody mobbed Flurry and like left Crosby and yeah, Haglin. Yeah, except you. Yeah, I was over there because it was like it was me and the Penguins beat writers. And somebody asked Crosby why Haglin was there, and he said Haglin's just here because the cup's here, and he's just been following the cup around for two weeks, <laughs> and that was it. Haglin was just there to hold the cup. He All wasn't right. up for any awards or anything. There are worse things. There, in are, life. there are worse things. All right, we want to transition into the NHL awards. Since it was a tough are... expansion draft on the Coyotes. Yeah, to yeah, lose Taylor Polkin and like that. And in, I mean, never get him back. You're not going to get Polkinen back. What, what has he done, by the way? Has he even been in the AHL? Where is he? Who? Polkinen. He, he doesn't show up Did on the Did he leave the country? I don't He's know. He's the only person you can't find Did on Did he go internet. join all the other ex-Coyotes in China? Oh, the, the Chinese KHL yeah, team? like Kyle Chipchura and Wojtek Wolski and all those guys. Brandon Yip. Yeah, Brandon Yip was there. Timo Polkinen was in the KHL. Was he? Was he on that team? I, I was, was in Minsk. Okay. Okay. I was going to joke he went not to the KHL. Chernobyl. Did they have like a, was he in the KHL expansion draft? I don't know. Mm, no. All right. He did have 15 goals. That's nice. The NHL awards are coming up in less than 48 hours. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to give you our twist. Are we doing these just if we repicked based yeah, off I think the finalists? Like what we expect to what do we expect and then if we included the playoffs. I didn't even get to finish my question. Okay, good answer, Jamie. <laughs> Let's start uh, for some reason the heart is listed first. We're not doing that. We're going to do that last, aren't we? Oh. You steer the ship. Wow. Jack Adams. Suspense going. I mean, the suspense is killing people. <laughs> God, who is the Natty Hattie going to pick? Uh, you know, I don't really care for your attitude, Craig. 
How much is that uh, AC estimate? Nineteen grand. I'd pile another thousand on there. That point, what's the, what's the difference? Yeah, that's true. You already yourself that that. At least there's not a salary cap for how much you can spend on your AC. Jack Adams, Barry Trotz, <laughs> Craig Peruby, John Cooper. Uh, I ex- we do, is this before or after the playoffs that we're doing? That's this? what I was asking. And then I thought we were, I, so the, the way it was listed in the email was our expectation. So who's the going award, to win and yes. who would win if we went after playoffs? And then hypothetical, yes. Who's going to win? So just remember, in case you're relatively new to the NHL awards or whatever, they don't take the playoffs into account. Yes, on these, these votes were in before. So, Barry Trotz. Barry Trotz is yes, going Trotz, to win. Trotz is going to win. Ruby, obviously. After yes. the playoffs. Done yeah. and done. He Next. Just won the Stanley Cup. Next. Uh, Selkie. Bergeron. Keeping all over the place here. I can't keep up. Mark Stone. Ryan O'Reilly. <laughs> I'm going to go O'Reilly for both, actually. I'm just going to say Sidney Crosby should have been a finalist this year for the first time. I, I voted him as a finalist. Did you? Okay. I did, yes. Yes, he should have been. But or I think O'Reilly's going to get both. Well, I, O'Reilly definitely would win after the playoffs, since he just won the Conn Smythe. And he was better than Patrice Bergeron in the finals. Yeah, I'd go with O'Reilly. But O'Reilly was awesome in the regular season. During the regular season, though, you think he wins? Yes, because... There were a lot of people that were down on Bergeron. I want to say down on Bergeron, but down on him compared to past Bergeron seasons defensively. I think there's some Bergeron fatigue, and also Ryan O'Reilly played more minutes. And I think that's going to get a fair amount of votes here. Yes, he is. A lot of people think he should win. Bergeron fatigue might be the name of the the show, actually. That might be better than Natty Hattie at night. Uh, The Calder. This wow, there's so, a lot of St. Louis Blues mixed uh, in, yeah. in there. Elias same guy, Pedersen, Rasmus Dahlin. Oh, same guy. you think you think Bankton's going to win? Just, no, you said the same guy both times. Yeah, so you still think it's so? Who do you think? I will take control of this. Who would have won this award in the regular season? Uh, that's pretty obvious. Pedersen. Yes. Yes. Okay. And you still think it should be Pedersen after yeah. the playoffs? Yeah, I don't care. Okay, I think we want Bennington after the playoffs. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Pedersen, do you remember? No, I, I know. They're comparing him to Gretzky in Vancouver, and they're very reasonable about their comparison. You don't have to, to talk to me about how much yeah. I should love Pedersen. I, I, I mean, I think no, I'm the I king of the to. fan club. But okay. no, I think after that postseason, that would be enough to push him over the top. Um, GM of the year, Armstrong, Sweeney, or Waddell? These all kind of sucked. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> like... Nobody did that. Like I, I'm going I, save I, it for when we're at the I, awards show. I went, and they I'll say I'll say it to their face. I don't know. Uh, I went with Sweeney with both only because the trade deadline move worked out really well for them. Mm-hmm. Getting Johansson, getting Coyle, but I, both of these, like all three of these, are not deals they made this year. I mean, Waddell though. I, I actually don't like the moves he made. We've I don't talked about. I don't this, like though. that Calgary trade. I think that was a bad trade for Carolina. But the, the GM of the year that. The Blues, they had you an okay offseason. 2019 yeah. for what you did in 17 You didn't like the Blues offseason? No, I thought it was okay. okay. I liked their offseason two years ago better. I just don't think it was the best off season, one of the best offseasons in the league. And the Bruins have been, aside from the trade deadline moves, they've been built for years. Yeah. This was just like a, it's a weak class of GM of the year. The picture of Don Sweeney on the NHL.com awards page, though, he looks like he expects to win, and he thought he won the Stanley Cup, too. It should be Sweeney or Armstrong. He looks very I, I, I can't make the what else. Well, after the playoffs, it would be Armstrong, obviously. Right? I, I guess. I think Sweeney's moves were better in the postseason. I know they lost the seventh game, but... It's been a really long day, it's, it's so forgive me for this. When did they get Ryan O'Reilly? It was this past offseason, wasn't it? Oh, I have to remember exactly. Because if, if... I mean, that's enough... Because I've done this today, to where it over I, for me. I feel like he's has he not been there? the problem is that he was, he was on Buffalo for so long and by so long. And I mean, remember when years. he was remember Colorado Avalanche right around St. Louis. That's why I was wondering oh, was. what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. so he's the GM of the year. Okay, that's fair. The the fans can't see what you're pantomiming about Jamie Craig, but I, I think, think they can hear. They can put it together. Um, 
All right, remind me never to ask Jamie for <laughs> for Ryan O'Reilly advice. He'll just yeah. I can't make <laughs> you can't, <I'm> Sorry, uh, <laughs> the Vezina. <laughs> Uh, Andre Vasilevsky, Robin Leonard. I'm surprised I'm still here. And Ben Bishop. Vasilevsky uh, uh, thinks he'll win. The, Certainly not after the playoffs. No, not after the playoffs, but before well, we knew. Uh, after the playoffs, he would have been removed from the finalists. None list, of so these no. guys really look good in the playoffs. Uh, Robert Leonard was mean, fine. I mean, they're all out. Is my point. Well, yeah. Well, yeah Robert, Robert Leonard had probably the best. Of the goalies that of the two remaining, Bishop got him into the second round at least. Mm. Bishop was fine. Bishop was fine. Bishop would have won. I'm I think he played on the after playoff choice. <laughs> None of the above. I think he played more in the playoffs than he did in the regular season, didn't he? Tuka uh, Norris Trophy. Wait, were we supposed to do after the playoffs? It could be anybody, or it just has to be one of these three finalists. It has to be one of these. Three okay, guys, really. Uh, Norris Trophy. Brent I guess Burr, it could be any guy. We can we can make now. whatever rules we want. Oh, I, I, I did anyone for the heart. Break, so. so go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Jamie. Just so well, we're doing Norris. I think it's. So Brent, I think it's Giordano for both. Brent Burns, Mark Giordano, or Victor Hedman? I think it's Giordano for both. Uh, yeah, I'd go with I that. think he was far enough ahead in the regular season, and I wasn't. nobody was that notable in the postseason. The three. Burns wasn't amazing in the playoffs. Like, they were he was fine. fine. He was Bruce fine. had a pretty good defenseman in the playoffs. But, yeah, but Petrangelo Just, wasn't as good in the regular season. He didn't deserve to be in that, the top 10 in the regular season. Heart Trophy. Crosby, Kucherov, McDavid. Oh, obvi- obviously McDavid. <laughs> And after the playoffs, too, because he was especially valuable in the How playoffs. How many wins? Right. Well, they all combined for zero playoff wins. This is, this they is did. tough. I expect Kucherov to get it. Yeah, you can't really change the vote there. K- Kucherov's going to win. He, Kucherov's absolutely going to win, right? Yeah, and yeah. nobody's going to care. Marchand. Um, that's my, po- that's that's my post-playoff win. Post- yep. That, it's Brad Marchand. Yep. I don't know if I would have gone Marchand. I think yeah. If we were including it, uh, I think he would. He was really broken up after that loss. Yeah, he was very sad. I he was like a cartoon version of himself. It was, I mean, obviously you always want to win, but it was strange. Oh, really? to, it was strange to see that much emotion from a player that has won before. I want to write that down. You know what I mean? Like you usually yeah, no, see that. Was. You usually see that from someone that hasn't won and got that close. He's won and lost before. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember him. I mean, when the Blackhawks won that cup, I immediately turned it off. <laughs> And I don't know if they've won a game since, but yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, I don't remember Your material. M- m- I remember Marshawn reacting like that when they lost that series. He looked, and he even said that was the worst loss of his career, which makes leads me to believe Boston sort of thought in the back of their mind this was a very winnable cup. Whereas maybe against Chicago, they were kind of like he's also know. a bigger part of the team now than he was those other years. Like he is the guy. He wasn't the guy those last two cup runs. Okay, so maybe that's why he took it hard. Maybe, maybe that's why. Don't you okay me? And now, if we had a drop, this would be great. Oh, look at that! I hope somebody walks by and wonders why we're doing this. At Nobody's going to walk by. It's nine eighteen. Um, that was startlingly accurate from James. <laughs> These are the alternate awards. These are the Natty the Hattie, Hattie alternate awards. Oh, okay, yeah, we should get alternate. Sounds like it's like uh, these are better awards. Maybe they are. The other awards yeah. suck. Are we going to the Chinese food place tomorrow, by the way? Probably. Okay, good. How, how will you find it? How will I find That's it? It's very difficult to find. I, I don't know. Luke took there. me there last time. Yeah, I've been there too. like a thousand Luke's times. Luke's my chauffeur it when I'm there. a while. Yes, but it. we... And you would admit it was worth it. it Craig, worth who like is a Chinese food aficionado. It was very good. I'll, I'll agree with that. We'll send you pictures. I'm going to have some in Vancouver, though, I'm guessing. At the Athletic Palooza? Yeah. yeah. Well, Athletic Palooza 2019. Do you want to introduce your own award here? Oh, you want me to go first? Yeah. Which one? The Peter Chiarelli Award? Let's sure. just go with that. I'm going to stay on brand with my two awards. Okay. Worst GM of the year. Uh, my two runners-up. I did runners-up. Uh, Peter Chiarelli, 
Ooh. His own award. <laughs> he can win his own award. He can. <laughs> be a he should be the inaugural that. one, okay. but he got fired, so I think that's punishment enough. No, that's, okay. uh, that's... You don't actually grab the belt, because that, that would be the Lifetime Achievement Award. This is just for one season. Oh. Uh, Rob Blake, third on my list. There's a lot going on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but despite me actually semi-liking what he just did, Jim Rutherford will win the, Peter, the first ever Peter Chiarelli Award. Traded Erica Branson, Jared McCann, traded for Branson, McCann, Bukestad, and Tanner Pearson. Signed Jack Johnson to a five-year deal. Signed Jamie Oleksiak to a three-year deal. Then traded this? him to a fourth. This is make you happy. And then he couldn't even properly duck? execute a Phil Kessel trade this offseason. It's not going to be a duck. It's going to be a penguin. Why would I Jim buy Rutherford. a duck? <laughs> Come on down. Where's your duck? That should be the name of the show. Where's your duck? Hey, I got you. Hey, duck. where's your... <laughs> Oh, Dallas yeah. Eakins oh, theme. Where's your duck? Hey, where's your duck? Bergeron fatigue. Yeah. One of the two. Um, that really is the award that Jamie was meant to hand. Yeah, that, that is. Hmm. That was my award. Uh, Craig, okay. would you like to give one of yours since I only have one and you each have two? Sure. As long as we're sticking with worst awards, I'll go with the Paul Holmgren Award for the worst coach. My candidates. Willie Deschard. <laughs> Any candidate whose name you can't say without you might, you laughing. Might have the Lifetime Achievement Award too. Mike Yo. And Bob Bugner. I just like saying it like that. I, I can I veto Bugner off of not that he shouldn't be on the list, but, but he, he doesn't rate with those other. No, the other two. Are, I mean, are, you, uh, and that you know, you'll see that sort of a thread. Yeah, for there, me with my awards. There's something the special about getting fired when your team's in last place, and then the other coach coming in and winning the cup with that team. Well, if you're in last place on January second, you're in a good spot to win yeah. the Stanley Cup. So. Um, so who would you guys give it to? Mike, yo. You would over Willie. Yeah. I mean. Slick Willie. But you know what? Slick Willie. It's close enough. Who took the interim I, I job would, I would because argue. Uh, seven other candidates passed on it. <laughs> Are you asking me who the then, worst coach got is? got into a tiff with Ilya Kovalchuk. It might still be Mike, yo. <laughs> Worse than Willie. Remember what happened in Minnesota, too? You had to have Mike Yo or Willie Desjardins coach your team the next Blues year. Who are you taking? signed Mike Yo as the coach in waiting. They waited for him. That's they went, their That's fault. the guy we want That's when their we problem. kick Hitchcock out the door. That's the guy we I want. I can counter that easily. The Kings signed Willie Desjardins as the only coach who would take the job. They weren't yes. trying. <laughs> that's the opposite of in waiting. They were waiting for anybody else. They wanted Zion. Like That's what they were trying for. I noticed, they didn't care. I could have coached the Kings. All of your guys' awards are negative-based, shockingly. Yeah, we're full of hate, Luke. Uh, mine is Mostly going to be the... Uh, yeah, I can still hear you, Jamie, even though we don't have a headset on. The Jeff Carter Award for Best Mid-Season Trade, because I'm all about positivity. Mm-hmm. Mid-Season? Are we like okay. trade deadline? Yeah, okay. trade deadline or around okay. it. Um, it's a good award. I didn't come up with three finalists, though. I just have a couple. Well, yeah, we That's know. Charlie rules. Coyle, Mark Stone. It's got to be one of those two, Correct. Yeah, I think it's Mark Stone. Yeah, it is. Yeah, as good as Coyle was, Stone in the was amazing. Mark ridiculous. Stone yeah. and Mark Stone would have been amazing if they didn't get a five minute major. And you're keeping him too. I mean, yeah. whether you want to factor that in or not. Yeah, Charlie Coyle's gonna get paid a lot of money. You Someone's still be sad. You, I want to ask Jamie this: the butterfly effect of that penalty. You think Vegas would have won the cup? I or do. At least gone. Wow. No, I think they would have won the cup. I think they were the best team won in the, the postseason cup. left at that point. Better than Boston. Yes, I think. If I thought if, it would have been close, but those would have been the two teams. I think Boston beats Vegas in the cup final. That's what I think happens. Uh, I I don't know. I don't. I think Vegas. You don't know for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I, I thought Vegas. No. I thought Vegas would have won yeah. the cup. Uh, Vegas, by the way, did have a worse record than Montreal last year. Just, I, just I, I, I don't care. care. Okay. All right. You want to give did me? Did you see? Award? Did you see this postseason? Nothing matters. Nothing did matter. Do you have uh, an award? Uh, I'm going to do the Ride the Wave Award. Okay. Also on brand for the the best example of nonlinear progression. You are predictable. So the runners up. 
William Carlson mm. and Clayton Keller. Ah, I mm. was hoping he was on the list. Uh, both players that, again, had... I, I don't think Carlson had a down season, just down no, compared he, to what he had. He was amazing. Had a, the pre- he probably yeah. had an anomaly. Yeah, the previous uh, I don't think he's going to get back there, but uh, he didn't have... And Clayton Keller, he's he's a better player than what he produced this I year. I sure hope so. As, as much as I've ragged on him, he's a better player than what we saw this year. But the winner... Shane Gossespierre. Ah, that's a good choice. Uh, the Craig fact that Philadelphia, we talked about this either he got one, benched. Well, yeah, he got benched one or two episodes ago. We talked about him possibly getting traded. That's a mistake. This is a classic young guy has a bad year, really out of nowhere. You're going to give up on him? I don't like that. Shane so, Gossespierre. Gossi- Gossi- tra- traded the Ride that's, the Wave Award. Oh, okay. Also you, on brand. Yeah. For bad contracts. <laughs> the Rick DiPietro Award. Ooh, you want to go with the Stan Bowman Award? <laughs> for the worst contract in the NHL. My candidates. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw them. Milan Lucic. Oh, yeah. uh, yes. Brent Seabrook. Mm-hmm. And nobody else in the ballpark. <laughs> there really is nobody else. I'm trying to think. Of trying to think. There's got to be somebody. I mean, Jack Johnson. They're shorter anything? terms. Yeah, yeah, but they're, sh- yeah. they're all shorter terms. I mean, these guys... These, they, these, these guys, guys. Hey, where's, hey. where's your duck, these guys? <laughs> That's the title of the podcast. <laughs> where's where's your, duck? your duck? For the record, I'm going to get a squeaky toy of a penguin. For <laughs> I'm going to we... get a duck. I'm going to bring a duck in instead. <laughs> Fine. We always have to remember why we did this. Uh, where's your duck? And, and your second award is? It's Looch, right? Looch, Looch is just... Uh, probably. Okay. Yeah. Since you can give him not that even, award. He's not even an NHL regular anymore. <laughs> you, you can hand <laughs> him that be award anyway. Yeah. Uh, my second award, I'm going to actually hold it for next week because it's because uh, mm, so you don't have one. Because I don't have one. <laughs> one of one of the three of us had to work all day today. Um, I did write a long story, a three thousand word story on the Coyotes draft process. We consider writing, which you note? can read tomorrow on the Athletic. I can't even read it right now. It might be up, actually. I don't know if my editor's working after hours. Let's talk about the draft, since you brought it up. Should we talk about the draft? Let's talk about the draft. What do you want to talk about? Um, I think it's going to be an active draft, unless the trades keep coming fast and furious like they have the last couple couple days. Maybe everyone will be signed by then. This is the week. I mean, in case you just need a refresher, they the trades all happen right before the draft, and I guess a couple during the draft. But Mm -hmm. this is when they all happen. Sometimes coaches step aside on the eve of the draft. Sometimes <laughs> franchise icons are told they're not part of the franchise on that, the eve of the draft. Two years ago was interesting. Sometimes goalies are traded on the eve of the draft. So and sometimes anything goes. Timo Polkinen gets claimed on, mm. on the eve of the draft. Sometimes you make a trade for Derek Stepan and Antti Ranta and mm. give up very little mm. on the morning of the draft. Yes. Or Nicholas Jalmerson. But that was another era in the Rangers' history. Yes, it was. Well, how about this then? Sometimes you get Nicholas Jalmerson for very little from Chicago on the sometimes morning Sometimes a draft. coach storms out of a hotel and they say he just had to... Get to an appointment. Surprising uh, lack of bell. That was a short yeah. time later. He's no longer the coach. Well, he was the problem. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we're being so secretive on this show and speaking in veiled uh, commentary. Uh, Craig's going to do a full mock draft of the first round. <laughs> yes, for, right now. Let's do it right now. Number one. For, wait, can I read the note that you gave us for sure. quote you mindless cretins who like this sort of stuff unquote? <laughs> <laughs> Does that make me a mindless cretin? I mean. If you like mock drafts, yes. I kind of like mock drafts. Okay. I um, like mock drafts, but not for hockey. Like, football mock drafts are great. I, I you've seen the players play yeah. in college. You know who the players are. I don't need the seven-round hockey mock draft that I saw the other day. Seven oh, rounds. Lord. Um, I know Craig was probably I would stab my eyes printing I it would and too. hanging it on his wall. 
but I don't mind a first round one just to sort of get a feel for who some of these players are. You uh, you like the idea of the draft in Vancouver, do you? Oh, I I do like that. Yeah. Yes, okay. uh, I'd be okay if they just made it a permanent thing. Yeah. Although you know Montreal's on the uh, docket now. That's not bad. Could be going to Montreal soon. I've never been to Montreal. It, no, they usually either. announce it right at the draft, right right before the draft, yeah. right after the draft. I can't remember. The schedule know. comes out like right this week too. Like the everything comes out the twenty fifth. But when do they announce the the next draft site? Is it right? On, it's on the eve of the should, draft. Or it should be during. Like the they, should, they should do it during the award show or whatever. They should announce it right when that team gets to make their. Would pick. they go to Canadian cities back to back years, or would they do Montreal like down the well, road? Well, there's not going to be any other big NHL events in Canadian cities anytime soon. So why not? Oh, that's wow, just cold. That's harsh. That's, uh, we know it's not coming to Arizona. No, lol. We don't want it. You don't want the although an outdoor outdoor draft, the evening <laughs> outdoor draft. Do it, yes. No, Old you, can't do it. you can't do it. No, they should do it in Nashville. See, that's the thing. You, you're going to make people go to Gila River Arena, and then what are they going to do? No, They're you don't do it outside. in Glendale. Well, they always do it at arenas. Yeah, but they don't. You don't have to. I know that's just their thing. But he maybe they not. wouldn't do it for Glendale. Maybe they would move it somewhere else. The NFL figured out pretty quickly. You can only you can only you can do most of your stuff away from Glendale when you bring a major event. When you have Scottsdale here, yes, yes, Um, it would be nice. Who are the Coyotes going to take, Craig? Can you just tell us definitively? Mm -hmm. No idea. Okay, that was kind of. I'm not even sure they're going to keep the pick. I I did see a mock that had a. I would say 50-50 they keep the pick. I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, okay, that that's the bigger question. 50-50 they keep it. What do what are they trying to do? Well, they're trying to get scores. They need scoring, Luke. They need goals. <laughs> oh, really? They need to put the puck Please, in the net. tell me more about what they the need, Coyotes need. They need to do that more often than the other team puts pucks in their net. Um, no, what are they, if, they're, if they have to pick, what are they trying to do? Get scores. He just said scores. that. Okay. Scoring winger. It's probably part of a package, right? Depending I would assume. On, yeah. yeah. It's going for Phil Castle. True. We know that. Right, Greg? <laughs> um, or Jason Zucker. Not the worst Jason thing, though. Zucker, I could see happening, but it's you know younger. They're not getting. They're not giving up uh, Christian Dvorak for him. No, no, no. Maybe Who said Christian that? Fisher, something else for Jason Zucker. Yeah, I've seen a couple mock drafts that have the Coyotes getting uh, pot goals in at fourteen. He was supposed to be third like a couple months there's some, ago. There's some mixed reviews on him. Uh, if he's there at fourteen and they're picking, I'll I'll take it. Yeah. True. Although I I would imagine it's more likely than not if they're going to trade the pick that that's traded well before. They have to make that decision. I don't know. I don't Never know. know. I don't know exactly how you'd be proven dramatically wrong, but whatever that scenario is, I hope it happens. Uh, anything else in the draft? Do we want to get to some listener questions? Let's get to some listener questions. Okay. Uh, we got a bunch. Thank you. Do we? 61 it's notifications. Yeah. Come on. Especially this weird time of night. I'm not throwing it out. Yeah. Two hours before the podcast, late at night. It doesn't matter. And there's more that came up. Oh, I didn't watch this. The, the Natty listeners never sleep. No. That's why I like them. It's kind of creepy, people. I, I, can I, just, I just want to tell you it's kind of creepy. <laughs> can I just say while Craig bashes you subtly, I really love our listeners. Like, because they are- This is gross. No, they're all this in. pathetic. They're in gross. on the inside jokes. Like, oh, yeah. our no, listeners th- th- run with the inside that's jokes. That's honestly been the best part of the last, like, six to eight months. Yes. Is that the, the of inside- your life or the show? Yes, uh, <laughs> that, the, that the inside jokes have escaped this room and have permeated the minds oh, yeah. of the listeners. Yeah, they're on the internet now. Um, mm-hmm. No more panic. With or without signing hey, one that's of... Tim Green, I know that one. Oh, really? What's up, Tim? Hey. Is he the one from, like, Germany? No. That travels didn't. to... No, no. Nope, that's a different one. That's a different Tim? That's a different Tim. Well, okay, mm-hmm. give me something for knowing Tim. Just read the question. Good job. All right. Good job. Thank you. Well done. You love our listeners. I'm I do. So much so that you know there are two with the name Tim. Exactly. You can't differentiate. Well, I mean, Tim is a very exotic one's German, name. one's American, but, you know. <laughs> Who could ever know listeners. two Tims? Is he the one that goes to, uh, <laughs> to Brooklyn? Well, that would be the name of the show if we didn't already have Where's Your Duck. 
with or without signing one of the UFA centers on the market, do you see the Yotes trading Stepan by next season's contract year, especially if Hayton develops the way they expect? Ooh, that's Ooh, a hard-hitting question a, to start things off. That, that, that is a big question, Craig. Oh, just throw it at me? Sure. Yeah. What I'll turn I everybody know? else's mics like and the lights off real quick. I don't have a clue. I mean, I'm sure some of it depends on how well he plays the next year, because yeah. if he has another season similar to this one, yeah. uh, that contract's going to be prohibitive to move. No, it's not going to be prohibitive because I only have one year left. Still, but but I could see, yeah, I mean, I think the plan all along was to have replacements in place for Derek Stepan. Yes. So, you know, you've got Hayton, Schmaltz, and Dvorak. Yeah, I could see them using him as a trade piece. Sure. It'd be a great problem to have for Arizona. Yeah. yeah. be a great problem. Too many to centers would be a great problem. Stepan's not, like... I think people look at Stepan and like, oh, he's getting towards the end of his career. He's 27? 29. Yeah, he's the oldest 29-year-old in terms of, I feel like he's been in the league forever. Like, if you told me right now, like, if we didn't know all this, and you said, guess the ages of Derek Stepan and Joe Pavelski. 29. Well, oh. like, they would have felt Derek Stepan is in Minnesota right now, so it's 1130. In, in 29 minutes, he'll be 29 years old. Oh, wow, look at that. I don't know exactly when he was born on the 18th, but yeah. it is his birthday I'll tomorrow. text him and find out. Yeah. Tell him we need that accuracy for He's the awake. podcast. Yeah. Uh, well, now that he knows he might be getting traded for sorry, yeah, <laughs> something that was written on the internet. Should I preface the question with that? Yes. Hey, we're talking about you being traded. Yeah. Uh, so oh, don't worry. I'm sure. Exactly some... What time were you born on the 18th? He's a professional hockey player. He probably hears it. I'm sure somebody on Twitter will will, will tweet out that Craig Morgan says <laughs> Derek Stepan will be traded. No, it was Jamie Eisner that said Stepan's. Please traded. cite me. Um, you got laughed at. Jamie would love the uh, attention. Brandon Sparks writes in, how much will Zucker cost? And if the trade happens, when is it most likely to occur? Draft, July 1st, et cetera. I would say Draft. this week, yeah. Yeah, I'd say that the Wild would like the pick. I don't know what it'll We were just cost. talking about that a little bit. Maybe yeah. Christian Fisher and something else going back. If the Wild are interested in that, they may want more than that, in which case it's probably not going to happen. They're not giving up Dvorak. They're not giving up a center. I wouldn't give up Fisher and the 14th pick, would you? For Zucker? Hey, I guess Zucker's... I what consider you, I, might, I, I don't value that 14th pick that highly. I think that I. maybe that's why. I might do that. I, I would consider it. What do you think Zucker gets you then? 25 goals? Is that. You, if I'm doing that, open, I want 25 goals. 25 goals. Yeah. I think with 30 goal upside, if everything goes right. Okay. Yeah. I, I would sign off on that. Um, this one's a little more open. From Pmart. Who do you think the Coyotes are willing to part ways with for possible trade scenarios? Scenarios. Well, I didn't put the S, well, but we just did. I mean, we, we, we've mentioned Christian Fisher a bunch. Uh, that's the piece the, to me. The pick. I just I don't the think pick, you're pick Fisher. Yeah, I, I would stress this though. It's not like their prospect pool is loaded where they don't value a pick. I don't think they're like trying to actively get rid of the pick. No, but it's, it's, no. Just, it's the get best asset of the things that they would reasonably move. Right. Yeah. I mean, do you see them? We should mention too. I mean, now that they have Labushkin signed, they've they're bringing back all eight of their defensemen. Yeah. From right. Last and year. one of them can't play there, so I would. I would think somebody's getting moved, but I don't think it's going to be a major piece. Yeah, I mean, like, you might look at a guy like Kevin Connaughton at this point. Which is not going to get you much of no, a return. it's not. Okay. I think somebody asked that question. Kevin Connaughton's yeah. not going to bring much in return. He's oh, a guy who's been on waivers. He was in and out of the lineup last year. He did have the one. He's a nice throw-in. He's a nice throw-in. Like, if you're close, and maybe you can talk someone into that big yeah, thing. But, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> that question is too long, and it's, I mean, it's too there's, inside for me Look, to there's this other possibility, and I know we keep talking about the uh, luxury of having two goalies who can be a number one going into the season. I think it's a wise move. But if they were to trade one of those goalies, if they were trade Darcy Kemper, for instance, to get something significant, then maybe you go after a, a veteran backup that is, that's going to be able to give you a, a significant amount of games, not 
not a split like Leonard and Grice, but a significant amount of games. So that that could be another trade chip. Um, <clears throat> from Mike, I, just because I like where this question is going. Mike's Mike Covert. After listening, I don't know why I said Mike with a question mark. After listening to Shane Doan and Luke for four hours last week, I think he'd make a great addition to the natural hat trick. Although four might be a crowd, so maybe do a poll to see who should be fired. Jamie. Yeah, we all know who's. who's. <laughs> Did you see my my my, my gift response? I know. Uh, I'm packing my bags. We do have a fourth Mike in here. It's we true. do. We we had uh, Layman on, didn't we? Mm-hmm. All four of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I liked uh, him a lot more than Jamie. That's again, that's not a high bar to clear, but still. Uh, Shane Doan, by the way, is outstanding when talking about other sports. I told you we should. You should organize a Shane Doan fantasy baseball podcast. Uh, well, I was listening until you started talking fantasy baseball. But that yeah. was only for two minutes well, going well, into break. Two minutes more than I needed. I mean, he did so, talk about it off the air yeah, too. But well, he will do that. Yes, much much we'll, credit. We'll talk about it as long as you allow him <laughs> to talk about it. Well, I knew because he asked. Uh, I forget who we had on. He asked them a question about Cattell Marte. And I was like, "This is fantasy baseball related, isn't it?" It, is. it absolutely was. Yeah, um, uh, don't buy it full price. I don't. I don't buy the power. He's on a no, forty home okay. runner. That's good. Um, that's that's the hard hitting stuff. People coming to Natty Hattie. Exactly Tell exactly Marte true. fantasy. But, but baseball I will say analysis. this: Shane Doan, four hour radio. It's not easy to do a four hour radio show about like anything. a bunch of different sports. Yeah, really about really anything. anything. It's it's hard. But the three of us could sit down and do four hours of hockey, and we'd still have stuff to say. But for Doan, who's obviously played in the NHL for twenty one, twenty two years, or whatever it ended up being. Um, for him to sit down and do four hours of, that was majoritively not hockey and not miss a beat was pretty amazing. Uh, Chris, with Truba Hayes and Carlson off the market, does that make Kevin Connaughton a more valuable trade? Yeah, Jim there's a question. Just answer that. No. Okay, well, no. I'm, just read, I'm reading through these in real time. Robert, say the Board of Governors meeting approves of the new Coyotes owner. Is that enough time before free agency starts July 1st for Chica to know his new budget and game plan accordingly? I would think there might have been some con- uh, discussions about that ahead of time. So, okay. okay. I think they might have a sense of that. What do you expect to happen this week? With with the Board of Governors? Yeah. I, I, I wasn't kidding when I said that's basically a rubber stamp. I expect them to approve it. Okay. That's not that's not the big that's question. The, they still yeah, need to get yeah. to the closing date. Yeah. yeah. Let's get the sale that's a, form, that's a formality. Two yeah. weeks, right? Isn't that what Two weeks. Just two weeks. Two, two weeks. Uh, from Domsky. Domsky? <laughs> With reports of lots of trade chatter going on between the GMs, will we see a 31-team trade? Oh, I really want just once. I just want to see a 31-team trade. I guess we saw that with the expansion yeah, draft. Yeah, that's kind of like the expansion draft. But The Coyotes would be willing to give so up. You'll see it with Seattle in 8,000 years when they finally join the league. Um, Los Coyotes Steve. If 20th overall pick is worth Truba, what is the value of the 14th overall pick? <laughs> More than Truba. Uh, I, Goodness <laughs> gracious. I, it's, I, I don't think we can use that trade to no, adequately assess value because that, that trade was, was stupid. Trade. It was stupid. I, I get that you, the Winnipeg was about to lose Truba for nothing. I understand that you, ha, you have to get something there. But just the fact they let the situation become that poor is, is, is bad news for a team that should have at least contended for a cup in the last few years. Sorry, I was distracted. I'm trying to read the. You're next trying to question. read ahead to make sure there's like. But nothing. this is a very difficult question to read, so I'm just going to take. The, just read it. Just go the for gist it. of it. No, I'm just going to take the gist of Wool and Case T Addicts question. Okay. Is having Sid, the only first round pick in the Pens organization, evidence of gross mismanagement? Well, okay. So what? is he the first? He's not. No, no, he's not. He was connected. Our, our, our listeners commented on that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Obviously, Malkin is there. 
They've got guys that were drafted in the first round that they didn't draft, but they, they acquired like is Kessel my, and There's more question. Or is, or is my paying attention at least making me weird about having lots of young talent around? I love the Penguins, but they're old. Um, so what's the, what's the question? It's, it, it, I saw gross mismanagement and Penguins front office, and so I was in, inclined I, I to read the I think he's saying that th- they haven't drafted particularly well in recent years. They haven't years. had picks in the first round of them all years. away, yeah. um, And they haven't been as fortunate as the Rangers to trade all the first-round picks away and still find a way to rebound. Although, they the Penguins had 100-something points this year. Yeah, why didn't the Penguins trade 16 or whatever their pick is for Truba? That would have been nice. Because, yeah, they, because they he's... Blew, blew uh, help too, yeah. They have Jack Johnson. They're fine. <laughs> oh. How about the question should read, the Penguins signed Jack Johnson voluntarily. Is that a sign of gross mismanagement? Wh- yes. Yeah. L- look, Rutherford's done a terrible job there. You know, he won my... my, my fancy award I just gave that. Referencing that again. But when you're a contender for that long, you are making short-term moves on purpose to extend your cup window and to try to bolster your team to win cups in the here and now. Like Stan Bowman? (sighs) With... (sighs) Can't even say it. I just... I'm sick. You can't even... I'm sick. I'm just sick. The Rangers did it, although their window was markedly shorter than Pittsburgh's has. So... I'm, I'm feeling depressed now. Te- teams that go on these long runs alcohol? of contention tend to fall back. No, you're the one with the bottle over there. I don't know what that is. Vodka. Uh, Eric writes in, carpooling to Vegas, will it be recorded? It should be. It should. But we're both too lazy to do that. We're going to be going over like NFL win totals. We should record oh, uh, Sebastian, we we actually are. though, on the strip. We should. We should absolutely record him. Will any of it be usable? Uh, I mean, on online, sure. We're not going to tell him we're doing yeah. it. We'll be like all the cool kids and do like a Patreon page where we have like uncensored Natty Hattie content. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, the exclusive content. <laughs> I can, I absolutely can see Sebastian running down the strip with like a Swedish flag wrapped around just screaming things. Yes. Also, by the way, completely sober while doing it. Oh, yeah. No, he's not going to drink. No. Well, he might, but that's well, no, not he why. Will, uh, yeah. He's probably drinking right now. Uh, Stephen writes in, thanks for all that you do, guys. And then he asks a long question about Marion Hosa. We, we, we sort of addressed last that, week. Yeah, I, I don't, but I just wanted to read it because he said, thanks for all that you do, guys. Well, and now I'm going to like it right now. I don't know if they'll get close enough to the cap ceiling that that would even be an issue for them. I would be surprised. No, I, yeah, I don't think what, that's... To move the contract? Yeah, yeah, yeah to open up anyway. cap space. Who's going to take it? Yeah, but even if they were, like, I don't think they'd be close enough to the, the ceiling to even have to worry about that. And they're not actually paying him that much money. Uh, Dustin Carlson signing with the Sharks. Will it be an albatross or will it be a buyout in the next round of NHL labor strife? It won't be a buyout because it'll be way too much money and he'll still be really good by the time in what a year and a half when they lock out again. Um, but yeah, it's going to be an albatross for them at some point, but it's not going to be worse than the other two defensemen they have under contract for the same length of time. Those will be worse. Uh, dangle snipe belly. What do Jamie's pajamas look like? I bet. Um, well, probably Philadelphia mesh. Eagles. Mesh. Mesh. Yeah. Mesh. <laughs> I'm guessing they have the Eagles logo on them, but he claims it's like American Eagle or something. Isn't that like a four-part question? Do you want all of them? Yeah. Well, are you going to diss the guy? Well, just I, read the first one. more questions coming well, in. Like, I mean, he fit four questions we on it. ain't going anywhere. G- give, We're not sleeping. Tonight. I've got Props stuff for I got brevity. Do. That's hard to do. Best drink on a Monday night. Oh, wow. Would have been Hefeweizen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was Maybe a Monday didn't night. bring it. That's that, that I did bring it. So I, I found this elusive Hefeweizen at uh, Total Wine and More. Not a sponsor of the show, Bison. but can be. Yeah, not only you, you're pronouncing it wrong and just taunting Bleed Craig. Can you be honest here? Did you buy it just to taunt Craig? That was at least 70% of the reason why. <laughs> and I up to it. 100? Yeah. Okay. Um, also to prove that he can, he can get it. I know it's a, it's not on draft, I know, and that breaks his heart. But, it's much better out of a tap. And yeah. you're not wrong. You're, you're 100% right on that. Jamie bought tap, it just to Tap, throw glass, it away. bottle, can. Always. That's the order. Box. I don't know. Do they do boxed beer? They do boxes of wine. Well, yeah, but... 
Uh, what is the weirdest ritual slash routine in sports? Ooh. Ooh, that's, that's a, a good, good one, one actually. Um, um, I remember like Trevor Bauer's long toss. Um, I'm going to go with Moises Alou urinating on his hands. I should let you go last because I can't top okay. that. Did it help him catch the ball near the foul pole? Oh, foul line? Wow, that's, Again, that's hurtful. <laughs> that's you, need, hurtful. you need a much bigger cowbell for that. How about throwing that? octopi on the ice, too? That's <laughs> he, another one, right? He should have urinated on Bartman's hands. Throwing octopi on the yeah. ice? That is odd, and that's an entire yeah. fan base. Low brow fan base in whatever city that is. Jamie's so proud of himself for that Bartman line. <laughs> I thought he set me up like that. <laughs> I can't try to think of any other ones that are Seriously, like. Seriously, is, there, is there anything weirder than that? No, no probably not. Lou, no, I, I don't hands. think so. It, whatever it is, it's definitely from baseball. Hundred percent. They're all lunatics. Hmm. Um, here is another one from Dangle Snipe Belly. How much of the show is edited down? Do you go from two hours to one ish? Uh, no. I think, as you can tell by listening, I have no idea. It. I never listen. <laughs> no, we don't edit anything. Zero percent of this show is. I cut will out. say, often we go fifteen minutes after the show talking about things that are probably should have talked about on the show. Yeah, yeah, we I do that. that. Our best material is before and after the show unintentionally. Now, if you reword the question of how much of the show should be edited down, I would say like eighty percent. Yeah, probably at least. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure why anybody listens to us. To be honest, well, particularly me, they shouldn't listen to me. I thought you meant you're not sure why you listen to us. You don't. I don't. I'm the only one that listens for quality control purposes, and I think that is evident yep. based on what the three of us say. Wow, it's hurtful. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to read. You're gonna be question. stuck in the car with me for four hours tomorrow, Dustin. It doesn't matter. Either way, I'm gonna be stuck in the car with you. Why would I be nice now? Uh, Dustin says, "I know our fan base is constantly plagued by ownership and movement issues, but have these past two years been the best for the Coyotes and community outreach, i.e., youth hockey, Lindsey Fry?" programs etc it's been pretty good i mean I, I thought for a while there during the the playoff years they were doing a good job too but th- it's just been really good i i wouldn't take anything away from their efforts aaron cohen's done a terrific job in that respect he really has i yeah I, actually i like that question that's i would say it's been noticeable i mean i'm around the team a lot but i do feel like it's been even more noticeable the last couple of years um Adam, last one. Any news regarding Coyotes RFAs? And if you had to take a guess, what are the odds the Coyotes trade versus keep their first rounder, which we've already touched on? But uh, RFAs, anything there? Uh, well, I tweeted that they're not qualifying Hunter Miska, minor league goalie. But in terms of the, got the guys backlash? on the NHL roster, the, the talks are ongoing with uh, Nick Cousins and uh, Lawson Krause right now. Um, they're trying to reach a deal, but they haven't reached a deal yet. Yeah. So Okay. Lawson we'll Krause, though, clearly, I would think, a pretty big part of the I think you want both of those guys back. Josh yeah. Archibald, I'm not sure. I think that we'll see you know, what they do, what else they do. Yeah. But I think they want those other two guys back. There's a little bit of the Archibaldo effect going on with Josh Archibald right oh, now. That's no. the one that if they don't re-sign, people are going to be unreasonably upset about for a player that they should have no reason to be that upset about. Krause is the one you have to get done, which yes. they are going to get done. Um, Archibald, the only reason I, I would have thought, we've talked about this before, the only reason I would have thought that he would be a priority is because he was essentially brought over by Tockett and I, I would think that the uh, I don't know why I went with an Italian accent there I would think uh, um, I would think <laughs> that you. part of the the reason why or was because he was hoping for a season like we just got from him well I think it was also just a guy who knew the system right when you're yeah. struggling the way that they were struggling but in terms of when you look at the roster spots how many spots are left not a lot yeah, yeah. that's the thing you can probably put four four forwards on this roster now is it that many spots? If you get to twenty three, yeah. yeah, and you're talking about two scratches. So if you if you sign Cousins and Kraus, yeah, you only have ten guys, right? Ten forwards right now that you started last year under contract. Yeah, so, so you're fourteen seven and two is what you're looking at, and I don't think there's a spot for Josh Archibald if you 
succeed in doing the other things if that you you're doing in the do what you're trying to do, yeah. yeah. And if Hayden Because you need that scoring. Yeah. yeah. yeah and, I, and that's the other side of it. Yes. I think Barrett Hayden's going to be on this roster. So if those two guys are signed, then you have one spot maybe, unless somebody, you know, goes out in a trade. Jamie's getting Italian accent for the entire drive up to Vegas tomorrow. So okay. just be ready. I'm going to drive us right to the Venetian and we're just going to If, if you do that there. the whole way up, you're going to have to drive me right to the dispensary. <laughs> I don't think they have those in Vegas. Do they? Uh, uh, dispensary you... is everywhere in the West except Arizona. Oh, really? I'm about to say. The, right. Yes, Vegas has a ton of them. All right. Well, I don't know. I know they have them in California. We're getting Luke fired again. <laughs> All right. Anything else before we wrap up this Drugs over an hour show? <laughs> All right, Craig said his last thing. Jamie, you got it. Don't do that accent either on the way up. <laughs> All right, for Craig Morgan and Jamie Eisner, I'm Luke Lipinski. Thanks for listening to the Natural Hattrick Podcast. Vegas, baby!